Welcome to the next episode of Strategize to Succeed, selectively applying the strategies which we discuss each week will help you as you progress from conditions to opportunities to successes. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the use of repetition as a skill to enhance one's ability to learn. At the outset, it is important to recognize that repetition as a learning tool is applied differently depending on whether the student is an adult or a child. In this podcast episode, our concentration will be on adult learning. It is likely that we can all recall as children that we were taught to memorize and recite multiplication tables and verb conjugations. And that is the general format of repetition. However, to be beneficial, especially for adult learners, the process has been somewhat modified. You see, adult learning has become a subject of increased study and analysis. Dr. Malcolm Knowles was responsible for significant research in this area in the 1950s and 1960s. Among his conclusions, Dr. Knowles found that adults remember 20% of what they hear, 40% of what they see and hear, and 80% of what they do. What this means is that learning by rote is not sufficient for adults to grasp and retain material which they try to learn by basic repetition. While children generally require more structure and guidance through the learning process, adults, conversely, prefer responsibility and autonomy. From this theory, Dr. Knowles honed in on six pillars which characterize the fundamentals of productive adult learning. These were enumerated in the article, Adult Learning Strategies to Improve Knowledge Retention. The six pillars on which to base adult learning are need to know the purpose, self-direction, relate to experience, emotionally ready to learn, learning in context with practical applications, and an internal motivation to learn. To give you a general idea of the complexity of developing effective adult learning, Dr. Jane Vella offered her own 12 Principles for Effective Adult Teaching and Learning, which she described in Learning to Listen, Learning to Teach, The Power of Dialogue in Educating Adults. These 12 principles are needing assessment, safety, sound relationship, sequence and reinforcement, praxis, respect, cognitive effect, immediacy, roles, teamwork, engagement, and accountability. You will note that the fourth element, sequence and reinforcement, references the importance of repetition. 
However, Dr. Villa maintained that when blending these 12 elements in their entirety, the combination will create a stronger environment for adult learning. The objective, of course, when trying to determine the most effective form of learning is to combat forgetfulness. In 1885, Herman Ebbinghaus, a psychologist, created a graph which charted knowledge retention over time. His theory was named the forgetting curve, and it documented the time passage subsequent to learning when forgetfulness sets in. Ebbinghaus concluded that between 50 and 80% of all new information acquired is lost within a few days. This pattern, however, is changed dramatically when the style of repetition changes. According to the forgetting curve theory, quote, we tend to recall more and forget less when the learning is spaced across time and repeated during the teaching session. The spaced repetition method improves long-term retention by 200%, close quote. So what is the spaced repetition method and how complicated is it to use successfully? Spaced repetition is a study technique which emphasizes applying active recall over several separate study sessions. Active recall refers to repetitive testing of your learning of the material. It is an active process as compared to rereading and highlighting text or watching video or another similarly passive approach because the brain is more involved in retrieving and grasping the material by using constant testing spread out over a period of time. Ultimately, the purpose is to achieve efficient and effective learning. As described by J.E. Choi in Spaced Repetition, The Busy Student's Best Friend, although there are multiple ways of engaging in self-testing, the most efficient is the use of flashcards. The reason that they are considered an optimal study tool is because flashcards are simple to create from the material which you want to learn, and they're mobile. Regardless of your job or other daily activities, it is possible to unobtrusively carry your flashcards and, in a moment's time, use them for brief self-tests throughout the day. It is this repetitive cognitive effort over time which is central to effective learning. At this point, I would like to add a caveat. As indicated by both Drs. Knowles and Vela's extensive parameters to guide adult learning, there are numerous components involved to create the right balance for optimal learning of different subjects. The strategy of spaced repetition is helpful when trying to learn specific information. 
However, this process is not constructed to assist in developing problem-solving skills. The basic steps for creating your own spaced repetition system are first to generate your own specialized set of flashcards, which are unique to the material which you want to learn. These can be made out of uniform-sized blank paper, such as 3x5 cards. Choi explains that, quote, on one side of the card, you should ask a question or have blank spaces for information you need to learn. The other side will have an answer, an explanation, or a tutorial, close quote. Once you've made some of your flashcards, you can begin using them to test yourself. The testing element is not one and done. Spaced repetition means that you will need to return to the cards a few times, spread out over time. If, after a period of two to three days, you have found that you have forgotten what you thought you learned, that's an indication that you need to repeat the study and self-test process more often. Repetition is important to the learning process, and so is the testing. However, probably the most important element when trying to learn information is in the name, the spaced part of the repetition. In Psychology Today, Dr. Angela K. Troyer, a clinical psychologist, wrote an article entitled Spaced Repetition. In it, she notes that, quote, what studies show is that repeating something to yourself over and over without pausing between repetitions, called masked repetition, is only slightly better than not repeating the information at all, close quote. Repetition is further explained in the article, The Reason for Repetition, How Repetition Helps Us Learn, published in Peak Wellbeing. When memorizing information, the article suggests that one, quote, try repeating the information throughout the day at increasing intervals, close quote. But the article emphasizes to make certain that the information you want to memorize is correct because, quote, if you're consistently repeating the wrong action, you will encode that information incorrectly and make the neural pathways for the incorrect action stronger, which is anything but helpful, close quote. If you would like to try spaced repetition to facilitate your learning process of essentially any type of material, then I would like to share with you an article which I found to be particularly helpful. The article is entitled 10 Spaced Repetition Websites by Gavoy Small, published in the EdApp Microlearning blog. April 13, 2022. This article offers a summary of the top websites and apps which are able to assist and guide participants with repetition timing, flashcard development, mobile usage, 
and other features. Some of these sites charge a fee, others are free of charge. The article offers a good resource for starting your spaced repetition journey. Incidentally, as an aside, as you may be aware, the reference sightings are always included in the published episode transcript. However, I am aware that some of the article citations shared in this podcast episode have been rather limited in available information. If you are in need of further information in an effort to track down an article regarding this or any other episode, just email or DM your mentor and I will be happy to try to assist you. Spaced repetition with flashcards may be a skill which some of us learn to apply as students. But, like so many skills, when applied with mindfulness, it can be useful throughout life. Today we'll conclude with a quotation from Peter Drucker, who was a management consultant and author. Quote, we now accept the fact that learning is a lifelong process of keeping abreast of change. And the most pressing task is to teach people how to learn, close quote. You are now equipped with one more tool to help facilitate your learning experience. Thank you for sharing your time today. Remember, your application of strategic decision-making approaches can result in more beneficial outcomes for you, both professionally and personally. Why not turn that process into your opportunity?